0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: Austin Bechtold here with you. It's the Fan Early Morning Show. Before I get to the baseball news of the day in the city of Pittsburgh yesterday, which is something good for somebody who I think we should be happy for if this is indeed the case and if he has a realistic shot at potentially getting a position. Let's send it to the phones. Roland, Castle Shannon, what's up, man?
0: Austin, you're the hardest-working guy at A fan.
1: I don't know about that, but I try my best.
0: Did you happen to hear the call I did yesterday with Nick Alston? I did. You're not going to try to tell me there's only 16 games a season, are you?
1: No, there's 17.
0: All right. And when I said 12 and 5, does that sound ridiculous when you heard that?
1: Um maybe a little bit just because the Steelers have two losses and playing the probabilities there is a ton of games still left out there against quality opponents like Jacksonville. You still got to play Cincinnati twice. On the road at Baltimore, it's going to be a little bit difficult, but that would probably be the most that they can top out at this year, I would imagine.
0: Would you agree with me? And that's why I'm going to L.A. this weekend. Would you agree with me? This is the ultimate test for Tomlin. He's supposed to be the guy that rebuilds and reloads and refocuses after a bye week. He's gone up against the genius. that won a Super Bowl a few years back out in his home field so far. So don't you think after being out coached and schooled by a rookie head coach in the Texans, after playing four horrible games and having his defense win, that, win you know, a couple of them, so after the disappointment, not only with the offense, with Matt Canada and his play calling, and not utilizing the middle of the field and not using, utilizing the elite weapons they have, but what's really disappointing, since Cam got hurt, they can't stop the run. They're yeah, not gashed. Right. So, I, don't, do you agree that this Rams game is a pivotal game to kind of set the tone for the rest of the season?
1: I do, and I appreciate the call, Roland. Especially because of the buy, and there was so much that was made up of last year, two and six into the buy, and the way that the Steelers came out of it, and how much better they were because of it, and how the offense changed identities. I don't know how much the offense is really going to change. Maybe more so, a little bit more pass happy. But that's mostly because Deontay Johnson's back and Pat Fryermuth's back. This is a pivotal point because, one, you're going up against a decent Rams team. Yes, but you're also, for the most part, it's so pivotal because you're getting healthier. You're continuing to wind down the clock on when Cam Hayward will get back. How much does this buy affect the way that your defensive line is able to further progress and further grow? Younger guys like Marvin Liao, and also, what do you want to see from Keanu Benton? But it's also the fact that you have more time for these guys to mold, mesh, and I think really the this buy being placed where it is strategically helps the Steelers because of just a health perspective and how this team can really move forward when Cincinnati's getting healthier. Baltimore really got healthy for that Steeler game. Marlon Humphrey came back for the first time. Odell Beckham got healthy. Their offensive line got significantly healthier. And that's the case with a bye. That's part of the reason why it's so beneficial to have it. More so in the middle of the season, not really after five games. But yeah, it's placed in a decent spot because you got the Rams, Jacksonville, the Titans, and the Packers coming up. Three of the next four are at home. After the Rams game, which I think will maybe be 60 eh, 40 Steeler fans, maybe 70 30, 65 35. I'll settle on 65 35. There's going to be a lot of Steeler fans there. It's going to look like Vegas. You got the Jags at home. Tough, tough game. Tennessee, who is garbage on a Thursday night. And then Green Bay, who seemingly has regressed with Jordan Love at quarterback. Then you gotta go to the Browns at the Bengals. That'll be tough. And then you gotta face the Cardinals with Kyler Murray probably back. A horrendous Patriots team on Thursday night. You faced a terrible Titans team and a poor Patriots team on Thursday nights at home. You should win both those games. Think about the games that are just easy games out there for the Steelers to win. A lot of the harder games are probably out of the way. San Francisco, the Browns, and the Ravens. And yeah, you still gotta face tough teams. You do the whole rest of the way, but you don't have to face a lot of really, really difficult opponents until the final three games of the year. The Bengals at home, at Seattle, at the Ravens. But you have a string right now of pretty solid games that you can win. Tennessee, Packers, at the Browns will be tough, at the Bengals as well, but Cardinals, Patriots, at the Colts, Anthony Richardson probably won't play before you got to end the season on High note if you can. It's going to be tough with those last three opponents. So going back to this, Rob Bradford of Odyssey Sports. He's put out a name out there from the former Pirates front office that might be going to New England. Ex-Pirates general manager candidate is is a candidate for the open position. The former Pirates general manager, you guessed it, Neil Huntington is under consideration to become the next general manager Of the Boston Red Sox. Huh. You remember that he was hired in October of 27, 2007. Until he was fired after the 2019 season, Ben Charrington took over. The Chris Archer deal is really the last thing that people remember from Neil Huntington. Also, the image of Clint Hurdle being taken away on a cart in PNC Park. As he sat there looking all upset, and that was pretty much the last thing we saw of Glenn Hurdle before he was gone, riding off into the sunset. And Neil Huntington just kind of did his time here, and that was it for those final years, 16, 17, 18, 19. I hope that Neil Huntington gets it. We should celebrate Neil Huntington and what he did with the Pirates. We really should. I mean, he did a lot of good things here. He didn't go out the way anybody would have liked him to but he brought postseason baseball back to Pittsburgh after two decades of losing. How many general managers were able to do that? Not many. I mean, the Pirates had so many difficult times and fallen on hard times that Huntington helped to bring this team back to relevancy. He served in the Cleveland Guardians front office as a special assistant of baseball projects after being hired in March of 2022. So yeah, I'm glad to see Neil Huntington get back out there. And get rolling again. Also, the biggest game in college football this week number seven, Penn State, number three, Ohio State. If Penn State does not win with a superior quarterback compared to Kyle McCord, Drew Aller is better. Penn State's defense is better than Ohio State. Ohio State is fantastic defense, they're fantastic on the defensive side of the ball. They have Marvin Harrison Jr., the best wide receiver. In all of football. Maybe the best offensive player in all of college football. Maybe the best player in all of college football right now. Without Caleb Williams has regressed and Drake May. is still good, but... Marvin Harrison Jr. is just that guy. If James Franklin, though, does not win this game... With a better defense and a better quarterback. Yes, it's on the road. When will Penn State ever beat Ohio State? It might not be in the case in the James Franklin era and then you got to really wonder has James Franklin done his time probably not I mean they're not they're comfortable satisfied with James Franklin they're not gonna get rid of James Franklin but you got to think to yourself if he can't beat Ohio State he's like one in seven I think is the number is against Ohio State one in seven or one one in eight I think it's one in seven against Ohio State you can't do that and yeah, you're going to avoid them because the schedule changes for the Big Ten coming up next year. So you're not going to play Ohio State every year. You're not going to play Michigan every year who you struggled against and have it home this year on November 11th. This is the time. Penn State's going to lose a lot of guys. Chop Robinson, probably Kalen King on the defensive side of the ball to the draft. Abdul Carter has another year left. You have Nick Singleton, Drew Aller for another year, Katron Allen. More wide receivers that you can bring in. They're young. I like what Mike Jurich does on the offensive side of the ball. They're young on the offensive side of the ball. More experienced on the defensive side of the ball. They should go in there and beat Ohio State. Maybe by a field goal. I'm a little concerned for Penn State. And I'm excited for what Pitt was able to do with Christian Veyer last week against Louisville and upset the Cardinals. Doesn't that feel like a game that Pitt just comes out and wins? I mean, Truly. At the beginning of the year, I thought Pitt would beat Louisville. Now, I did not think Louisville would be undefeated and coming off of a huge win against Notre Dame. But that just was one of those that you circle that, yeah, Pitt should win. A lot of different circumstances compared to at the beginning of the year, but good for Pitt. Seemingly a great win to get back on track. Wake Forest this week, Pitt should win that game. I don't think Pitt's going to go 6 and 6. I'm not sure if they will. They still got Notre Dame, Florida State, Duke. Good teams on the schedule. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna to be tough to be able to do. But hey, right now for Pat Narduzzi and the Blue Vase, that was great to see. And for James Franklin, it's time to put up or shut up. And he knows that this whole entire week is gonna be just Ohio State talk. He said that right after the UMass win, sixty-three to nothing. That hey, which is uh yeah, how about that? As Crowley said to me earlier today, strategically placed right before Ohio State. It's going to be a big game. Big noon kickoff. I hate noon games. I really do. A lot of the players like them. Beat writers like them because you don't have to go out and cover it. As a fan, I like to watch primetime football games. It's more fun when you're there and it's in primetime. Huge game against the neighboring Ohio State Buckeyes. Do or die for James Franklin. If they don't win, they don't make... They won't make the playoffs. And then lots of questions will be surrounding the team. When will it ever be the case? The pre-show is next on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fam.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.